Alyssa Michelle is a mother, poet, self-published author, and spoken word artist. Her poetry sheds light on life as a single mother, domestic violence, addiction, mental health, healing, and self-empowerment. Her chapbooks include Growing Pains, The Awakening, and Blooming Season. On December 17, 2022, Alyssa was one of the poets and writers who shared their work on stage at the Linda, WAMC's performing arts studio, on Central Avenue in Albany, as part of the annual Year in Review event. As Dan Wilcox said in his write-up of the reading, quote, her poems are like discussions of self-help advice, using her experience to guide others. It's called The Miseducation of the Introvert. I remember when they thought that the absence of my voice meant that I didn't have one, when in reality, Silence became the coping mechanism for every traumatic experience that my subconscious recorded. Speak up. But I was always too afraid to step on toes, ruffle feathers, and make waves in ways that showed I had a backbone. Losing my identity to please others at the cost of my own happiness was enough to show me that everyone that I was batting for wasn't truly on my team. Speak up. They want you to do good, just not better than them. To think that we must shrink ourselves for the comfort of others is disheartening. Speak up. I remember when they thought that the absence of my voice meant that I didn't have one until the power of my truth broke every misconception. Thank you. And my, uh, my other piece here I'll read is about being uh, the mother of a child who lost the other parent. It's called Widow Mother. How does it feel being the mother of a child who lost their father? It feels like never doing enough or spoiling her too much, trying to compensate for something that she'll never tangibly have again. The challenge to find balance between sympathy and discipline. When she throws a temper tantrum, then cries out how much she misses him. As hugs suffice for the moment with reminders that she'll always be protected and that through her, pieces of him will always remain present. With timeless memories that live on through videos and photos and that the depth of his love for her will remain within her heart as she grows. It's never easy accepting the truth of death or even for a child to completely comprehend. And although as a parent I feel alone, it's apparent that his presence will forever be known. This piece is called Forgiveness. Resentment is a weight too heavy to bear and a poison too toxic to feed off of. The emotional attachment stunts our growth 
and its hatred rights no wrongs. How can we liberate ourselves if we're still holding on to toxicity, becoming prisoners of our egos, suppressing our own healing? Forgiveness is not granting the right of an injustice, nor does it mean allowing it to happen again. But you owe it to yourself not to give others the freedom to rent space in your head. So reserve your power to, res for, to liberate yourself from emotional wounds. And by doing so, you liberate someone else to forgive themselves and make amends with you. So this one's called Breaking Cycles. A reflection of my mother's mistakes on top of my own. The reason I've been trying to turn a house of pain into a home. The desire to enjoy my happiness without being taken for granted by those who think I'm obligated to fill the void left from other people's negligence. I've always been the people pleaser, the victim to the narcissist, the one that couldn't say no just to avoid disappointment. What you allow will continue, unaware of my enabling ways, attempting to fix everyone who shared my pain, abandoned in the dark because I gave all my light away. How could I love the right man if I wasn't taught what the right type of man was? I learned what love was not before I knew what it really was. How could I be a good mother if I was verbally and emotionally abused by mine? A reflection of my mother is what I saw when I looked at myself through my children's eyes. History began to repeat itself. The generational curse had to end. Unlearning everything I was taught is where I began. That meant not accepting less than what I deserved, loving myself even when a loneliness hurt. Reaching into the intricate shadows of my soul, facing my demons while using them to grow. My healing process became more important than the expectations of everyone around me. If I wanted to live, I had to let go of everything associated with who I used to be. The woman I was, had to die many times before the new one could breathe. Thank you. I'm going to read one of my favorite ones called Solitude Thoughts. I like things that give me goosebumps. Hair standing on my skin on end. Make my taste buds water like awaken my soul type. Third, I like. Sunday morning praise, yes, Lord, head nod and hand wave like poetic prose, soul snaps. Releasing energy, climax. Butterflies in my stomach as I hide the fact that there is no way around my all or nothing, no grays, only white or black. Too familiar with the space left between me and solitude. I look at myself and say there is no me without you. 
They don't know you the way I do, so what's the use of trying to find replacements to fill your shoes? You're the best you'll ever have, and anyone who has the privilege of sharing your energy should only raise vibes and ignite the fire of soulful intimacy. Having already been complete, help me understand the math of how two half incomplete people make a whole. When they take pieces of each other just to fill each other's holes. How does one live when the other one goes? A connection is eternal, but attachment drains the soul. See, I've always wanted to find the one with hopes of this could be it or he's like that, but I need him to be like this. It always seems as if that's as far as it always goes. But when you're unsure of what the future holds, the uncertainty of settling for his comfort zones doesn't give me a fear of commitment. More like I'd regret a waste of time when I could be with someone who appreciates and reciprocates and doesn't treat me like his boo, but his wife. So I'll take comfort in my own soul's lullabies. Me time with glasses of wine any day over his lies and why he never replied. In a world full of artificial hearts that only lead you between legs. Temptation from the left because loneliness led the way. Avoiding feelings as if there were STDs and when you catch them, the antidote is ghosting seem. Sometimes I wish my forehead read authentics only because my soul has no vacancies for ego, only solitude and positive energy. For Hudson Mohawk Magazine, I'm Tom Francis.